schizophrenic psycho, yeah Maybe I'm the one, maybe I'm the one Who is the schizophrenic psycho? What's up? What's up? Cool truth. Baby, we're back. First cool truth in a long time. I mean, it's been a few months. Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. I got Edwards with me tonight. No White House, but we got uh, two-thirds of the band back together here. But before we get to that, I got a uh, plug-in event here. The CT Horror Fest, September 18th at the Naugatuck Event Center. Uh, right here in Naugatuck, Connecticut, which is very close to me. Uh, the big attraction wrestling-wise this year, Jake the Snake Roberts is one of the featured guests signing autographs, taking pictures. In the past, they've had uh, the likes of Mick Foley, Vinny Marcellia, Robert, Kurgan, Maletti. I don't know if you know if I fucking said that right. As, gu- <laughs> as guests, so it's a, uh, it's a wrestling-friendly event. Uh, lots of vendors, so there's usually some um, wrestling and pop culture stuff in addition to, of course, all the horror. It's, uh, you know, a month, month, six weeks before Halloween, which is pretty cool. Uh, you can get more details at www.horrornewsnetwork.com slash ctHorrorFest. So check it out. And, uh, yeah, my boy Sean runs it, so... Uh, be sure to uh, show some love right here. Cool truth, baby. But let's get into it. Hollywood, the uh, mastermind What's between that? the mastermind of cool truth news, which we never do anymore anyway. But I still like to say <laughs> I it. love it. I love that you put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> My brother. What's up? How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, dude, I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I actually I. You know, two nights in a row, I did the uh, cool down with AC with Joe White last night. Mm. There, it's, you know what, sometimes doing the review show just gets so repetitive. And I think that's what facilitates some of these hiatuses we have. Yes. But definitely. when you get these news stories, it just feels like so much more fun to talk about, yeah. you know, what could happen, what, you know, what may happen, what we think will happen. But also, why is this mm. happening? Um and it's very interesting, but uh, before we get into the big news of today, uh, you know, Danielson, Daniel Bryan, uh, AEW bound, CM Punk, sounds like he's AEW bound. Yep. Um, you know, I got some thoughts out there last night. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, uh, well, this kind of ties into what we're going to talk about, but I'm going to... I'm going to throw out some thoughts as I try and answer the the punk thing. I'm I'm excited for both just to see them come back and wrestle again. 
Right. I mean, Brian, Brian was gone for a long time. He came back. I know he had that last run, but I wouldn't mind seeing him uh, in AEW. Yeah. As, as Brian Danielson, as you guys were talking about, like ROH version, right, final right. countdown version. Uh, that would be cool to see again. But And there's so many matches out there for him. It's crazy. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Even with the forbidden door. <laughs> like you and white got into it last night i mean there's <laughs> so many things you could do but yeah but the the thing that i'm curious about and before we get into the main news why we're talking tonight you guys were talking last night and this kind of ties in with vince and the conference call from thursday you know he said and i'm gonna drop quote this because you know my memory i think i have covid memory who, who too, was this uh conference call with was this with this like was the, the stakeholders or whatever yeah the q2 uh earnings it was vincent gotcha. nick con the other con the yeah, other con the other con the other con <clears throat> but i'm taking this and then i'm seeing dynamite and hearing you and white last night it really got me thinking like okay you got you got vince doing some weird shit handing off power to Khan. You got Vince in the meeting saying that AEW isn't direct competition in the sense that WCW was. And I get what he's saying because I kind of agree with him. But then he kind of took a shit on them and said, uh, you know, something in in reference to uh, the investment of talent. He said, I don't know what the investment, AEW's investment in their talent is, but maybe we can give them more. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's kind of a shot. And if you're not worried, why are you going to give them a shot? Because in one hand, he's saying he's not worried. Then he takes a shot at them. And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, coupled with your podcast last night with White, you guys did a lot of Nick Gage talk. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I kind of agree. I'm not big on the death matches either, unless it's like part of a long, drawn-out storyline. You know, right. maybe you blow off with a huge death match, whatever, for a rivalry. I, I mean, yeah, thinking, I guess Mox and Omega would be a good example. Right. Perfect example. Which kind of that one worked. But then I'm thinking to myself, like, OK, we have a WCW war type reference. Vince McMahon's downplaying it. OK, we have this death match rise. And it's not the same as when ECW had the buzz that ECW had back in the mid nineties as they were coming up. But it seems like watching the Cardona match, especially their fan base there. And I know people will say it's garbage death match wrestling. I get it. I get it. I get it. CZW. I get it. GCW. I get it all, you know, but their fans are like rabid. And it reminds me of ECW. I'm, I'm putting this all together as I'm working at my mundane job on Friday. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell's going on? It's almost like, and this is what I want your opinion on. Is history repeating itself? Did WWE get that stale? Is 2021 1994? Because in WWE's perspective, they're so stale. It's so boring. Yeah, they have Roman Reigns, but the show is very mundane on Monday. Oh, my God. And then you got the WCW coming up, which is Tony Khan and AEW. Yeah. And then you got this weird deathmatch buzz, this extreme buzz. Right. coming up are people that bored are we seeing ecw again kind of you know with gcw i'm thinking to myself is history repeating because this feels very familiar then you couple punk 
Bryan, and now possibly Bray Wyatt, jumping to the other company. What is your take on this? Well, along with, you know, Malachi Black and sure. uh, Andrade recently also, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I don't know if I'm putting those two in the same category as Danielson and Punk. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not putting them in the same category, but it, just for the sense that a, in the, yes, we know the AEW roster is huge, but they, they're adding big players to their huge roster now. Sure. You know, yeah, oh, Kenny Omega was a big player, but the credibility behind AEW was always Jericho and Moxley to an extent. Mm-hmm. And now you've, you know, quadrupled that, you know, you added Miro, et cetera. You know, they've quadrupled that, I don't know, kind of bigger name credibility, I guess. And you had it with Brody Lee as well. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I hadn't thought about the... um the dots are kind of connecting mm-hmm. um, in the sense that I guess the difference would be, I, I get where you're going with it, but I guess the difference would be is uh, AEW still considered an upstart and WCW. Yeah. But you had the NWA tie in, like it was kind of around, uh, um, but the nitro thing. So maybe, you know, if you want to say that the nitro thing is kind of like the up, upstarted WCW. So maybe the start of AEW is like WCW nitro. Right, yeah, and and I get what you're saying with the with the death the death match stuff. Um, I'm not saying that death match doesn't have a place in pro wrestling. It does because of what you said. It does have a rabid following, mm-hmm. not a huge following, but the fans who follow it are really fucking into it. Right, and I think that's why Cardona it worked so well because they don't want a Mac Cardona in their deathmatch craziness. Mm-hmm. They don't want fucking WWE guy there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, and they don't care that it's a work and everything else. They just want to see these fucking insane spots where, you know, people are putting their lives at risk, which is fine. I, it's not for me, but I, I, you know what? I'm poo-pooing it for the sense that I don't think AEW should be making it its main event so often. That's my opinion. Now, they may have metrics that I, I follow ratings a lot. You know that. Everybody listens mm-hmm. to know that. I'm not going to bore everybody with a ratings talk here, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I listen back to the rating stuff and I'm like, oh, I should have cut that a long time ago. <laughs> anyway, I they may have metrics that we don't see. I mean, obviously, TNT is, you know, going to they're tracking every second um, the things that are going on. Uh, maybe they see something that we're not seeing where they're like, every time we do something hardcore, we we do get a buzz because we're looking, we're, you know, we're looking at the overall show rating. We're not looking at it by segment. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're saying when we do these deathmatch segments, our segments are better. So why not keep Could doing be. them? I don't know that that's the case, yeah, but possible. it is the case. Mm-hmm. So I'm if if you if you wanted to present an argument against my argument last night, I guess that would be it. Now nobody really knows that, and <laughs> when AEW brags about the rating, they ba- they brag about the overall rating in that you know eighteen to forty nine p that they love to talk about the demo. You know that's where the demo god shit was created. Mm-hmm. So yep. <laughs> I mean I I get I I think. Personally, I think from the AEW side of this, 
I think they're trying to tap into everything. I think they're trying to give you something for everybody. Um, I think they want it. Now, they haven't really done a lot of New Japan style stuff yet. And really, they, you know, they call it that. But I haven't really like we haven't seen 45 minutes of Omega vs. Okada yet. We, we just haven't. No, there, no, there hasn't been one close. match where anyone could say that. Um, and respect which, you, you said long ago, you're not going to get that because they'll never give them time. Right, and, and we they still haven't, haven't seen it. No. Right. Um, and I don't know that we ever will. But put that aside for a second. You know, they give you WWE guy and then they give you indie guy, <laughs> you know, right. They give you Darby Allen and they give you Jungle Boy. And then they then they bring the new era type guy like an MJF, like a Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, kind of the, you know, the Jericho and everything else. So and they bring back Christian Cage and Matt Hardy and blah, blah, blah. So they're they're it clearly trying to give you something for everybody. Um, I, maybe they're, maybe they're still in their, you know, mission to see what is actually going to work for them. I think a lot of it is we talked about it many times. I just think it's con. He had, he's, he's running this like a fan. He's, he wants to see certain things and he's giving you what he wants to see. And I mean, to be fair, the live audience reacts to almost everything they do. So they're engaged while they're there. You know, I know, and especially now, I know the fans haven't been there a lot, but even before, you know, there's not a lot of times where you're watching AEW and the fans aren't engaged in matches. I mean, there's always a couple here or there, but for the most part, they're engaged in the show, which I don't necessarily see everywhere else right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, how, Raw, I can't even fucking watch Raw. No, it's I mean, unwatchable. I mean, we could go it's on, we could go on all day. Um, I, I don't think SmackDown's very good either. I've tried to watch it. I, I mean, I'm oh, I'm almost happy. And I, you know, shout out to my boy Conda because I know this is what he does. He puts on these shows and he gives a segment a chance. And if he thinks it's gonna suck, he hits the fast forward button and he yep. watches everything. He went in, in like 45 minutes or a half an hour. Yep. And like to me, that's what you could do with SmackDown. You know what I mean? That's true. You get your besides little Roman, Roman spot, or besides yeah. the Roman storyline, and besides the fact that it's two hours long. Instead of three on Monday night, mm-hmm. the rest of it kind of is just like raw, in my opinion. It would be it would be as bad as raw if it was three hours. I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I you mean, know, personally, I mean, I don't know if you've though. watched it in a while. Have you watched any like like just a run of the mill like NXT show? No, I haven't watched NXT. So I haven't been watching it either. But when I was uh, when I was down at uh, White House's house. Uh, down there at the White House, <laughs> White House. um, White I, House, I got White a little House. bit of everything because watching it with his kids, and I'm watching NXT, and I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking reason to watch this. Like, the takeovers, I get it. The takeovers are usually really good, but I don't need to watch the weekly show to watch no. takeovers. I really don't. Oh. Um, it's very ROH like in that sense, which I mean makes a lot of sense because half the roster is you know Ring of Honor. <laughs> Yep. Um, and Vince clearly doesn't throw a lot of weight into that show. I mean, no. I mean, I could only go by his actions. Um, oh, Killer Cross. Yeah. Which we haven't and then you look about at, really, but yeah. Yeah, you look what what happened there. Um, and then the scenario White told me about last night with Balor. I'm not a big Balor fan, but that's, I mean, it, to me, that's just Vince making a statement. 
Oh yeah, well, Balor. He was just your uh, NXT champ for a while, uh, but <laughs> I would I think he was NXT champ. Or he's one of he was one of those champions they have North American champ. He was one of the two. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. But he had a belt on his waist for a while, and now he's back. And you know, I you know they said he got a huge pop. I watched that episode of SmackDown. I mean, I'm just being fair. He got a pop, but it wasn't that huge. I mean, <laughs> and I think Vince is sitting there saying. Yeah, I don't need this little guy. <laughs> With yeah, no I don't know what Vince. No I, gear. <laughs> you're you're probably right, but I don't know why he's saying that. Like, and that's going to lead us to the Bray Wyatt stuff because it's funny. I was watching just tonight. Um, FYI, I don't even know what network that is, but they had a Mick Foley documentary on, and then Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold is on now. But I was watching the Michaels one, and I'm watching it, and they're showing. You know, this was recorded August 2020. And Sean is there at a table watching one of the NXT matches. And Adam Cole's with him. You know, the ROH roster from 2015. They're all there. Uh, Gargano's there. And they're all sitting there talking. And, you know, it's voiced over with Adam Cole's voice saying, you know, Sean's a great guy. He's a great coach. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I'm thinking, wow, that is really cool that Adam Cole can sit there and learn from Shawn Michaels. But in the end, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. None of it matters. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever he's learning does not matter. Where's but, he going to use it? In NXT? Yeah, where's he, yeah. And why? Okay, NXT's a cool show. Okay, cool. That's the <laughs> end of it, though. That's the <laughs> ceiling. Like, there's He's no... going to use it in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, all reality. Yeah. It, that, I mean, how long is... That group there, Undisputed Era, especially Cole, yeah. going to stay in NXT without, I mean, I it's kind of stale. I, I mean, I know they broke them up, and, and they had to because it wasn't going to get stale. But yeah. I don't necessarily see them making any impact moving to the other shows or up. It's right. still up. It's still up. So we'll call it up. I don't, I don't, I don't see them making a huge impact uh, moving up. When the contract's up and I'm, you know, I'm Cole and I see what's going on in AEW and, you know, with the removed forbidden door and all this other crap. And, you know, there's a lot of matches out there for Adam Cole that he hasn't had yet or you can go back to that, you know, he's instead of just, you know, kind of waiting for the new NXT guys to come up to fight. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe financially he's just happy. I'll sit down there in Florida and do NXT and make money. And hey, if he's if that's it, that's what he's gonna do. I I, I would I wouldn't even blame him. <laughs> you no, know what I, I wouldn't mean? either. I wouldn't either. But I if mean, you, you know if you're looking for the yeah, if you're looking for the challenge and really making an impact on on something, um, I mean, it may be your better option to leave when the time comes. Yeah, well, I mean, it brings me back to a conversation we had with about Dolph Ziggler years ago, where we, you know, we, you he's know, the greatest wrestler in Kent State history, by the way. Right, <laughs> your famous line there. Okay, Kent, Kent State best wrestler. You know, when he resigned, and you're like, dude, why would you resign? And you can go to the Ring of Honor and New Japan and all this stuff. I, I get there wasn't even an AEW then, which hey, back then if there was, maybe he would have left. But think about him then and where he is now. It's as bad or worse. And his comedy career never really took off either from his fame in WWE. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, you're making money, though. I get it. So, 
you wonder how many guys are going to look at stuff like that and said, get me the hell out of there. Now with Bray, I mean, we might as well just jump into it. Um, yeah. Was this a Bray decision or was this a WWE decision? Can you, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what your thoughts are. I have no idea how to take this Nick Khan stuff. I don't, I don't understand what he's th- Okay, so I was really thinking after the the Alistair Black round of cuts, the Braun Strowman, that day. The kind of surprising yeah. cut down there, yeah. Yeah, especially with the entertainment aspect that they were on, you know, Strowman was involved in the previous month's pay-per-view. I guess, it might have been Mania. I can't remember. And Black was in the main event picture of SmackDown that week. And well, then he was three days in, later, uh, he was fired, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Strowman was, Strowman was in that uh, main event for the title on the, the pay-per-view. Was it, uh, um, what's the one after Mania now? Um, it's like, shit. The, uh, what's the name of that pay-per-view? They actually call it WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, it's not retribute. It's not revenge. It's something like, no, that, it's, though. it's something like a revenge pay-per-view. I can't remember that. He, it, it really doesn't matter. No, that, that pay-per-view, he was in the three-way for the title. I know he took the pin, but it was, it was him, uh, drew and Lashley. And that was that right, match right. closed the show. And it's funny <laughs> because we were, we've always been down on Braun Strowman over the years, but in my opinion, I think we both said this to each other. Uh, it looked like he was picking up his game a little bit recently. He was in great shape, for sure. Yeah. It was looking like he was finally getting it, you know? But Yeah. But it, anyway, after that, I was thinking to myself, okay, Nick Khan is there, and he has said before, you know, whoever this guy is, that he gets all this control from Vince, which is weird, because that's never happened in the history of WWE. Um, <laughs> but... He's, you know, he's an entertainment guy. He's a Hollywood guy. He's, he gets whatever the the people to be at Mania or SummerSlam, whoever he's booking for SummerSlam, the the Bad Bunny, whatever. He's right, more right. that. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, wouldn't Alistair Black and Braun Strowman be the guys that you want? You know what I mean? Like I can see them letting Daniel Bryan go because he's the wrestler's wrestler. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if they want to get into the more entertainment side, and this is where my head was really scratching today, Bray Wyatt. I'm thinking to myself, dude, you can make horror movies with this guy. Like, what what about this guy now? This guy. You're going to just, that's it? Gone? No no argument? No fight? Even if it was a Bray Wyatt decision, you're not going to fight to keep him? Like, I don't know what's going on there. And if it's Nick Khan driven... Definitely don't understand that. But if you look at, and I was thinking about this today, I kind of texted it to you guys today. The John Cena era of everybody getting pushed up to Cena, hitting the yeah, Cena I was hoping ceiling. you were going to bring this up because you brought yeah. up a couple great points there. The Cena ceiling was hit by a lot of people. And the only stars out of that period basically were Punk and Brian. If they go to <laughs> AEW, okay, fine, they're in. The next gr- gr- crop of guys that we all fought where the future was the shield and the wide yep. Yeah. Se- five of five of the seven guys aren't in the company anymore. <laughs> That's so crazy. When you That's texted insane. me that and I really thought about it, it's actually insane. So I don't know what he's thinking. Like, is he going to keep bringing Goldberg back until he's 70? Like, what are we doing here? 
Well, <laughs> you know, we, we've talked about this for a long time. How long can you go to this well? Mm-hmm. Um, and now John Cena is now part of this well. I get it. But, you know, Edge, Cena, yeah. Goldberg, Rock, Lesnar, to an extent. Well, it sounds like who knows what's going to happen with Lesnar. Um, I think the AEW Lesnar stuff might just be internet rumors piling on. I have on. a feeling it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. He, he, you know, Lesnar's kind of a no-nonsense guy. I don't think he, you know, listen, money talks. We get it. Uh, I don't know if Lesnar with that group really makes a lot of sense. I don't think no. he I don't if it happened I think it ends disastrously. <laughs> you know, I really do. Like the goofy yeah. cuz I, I think see. a lot of those guys like really are fucking goofy in the back and that to a guy like him you know, I think I think back to the um when Callaway when the Undertaker was on with Rogan mm-hmm. and him talking about how the locker room is. I mean, he explained AEW's locker room <laughs> from everything you hear. And it's no surprise. It's cool, it's fun, and it's different. <laughs> that's what you meant, right? Yes, that's what I meant, uh, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> it's cool, it's fun, and it's different. <laughs> I mean, perfect timing. Tony Khan chimes in. <laughs> but, you know, I can't see Lesnar have, thinking that it's cool, fun, and different. Right, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I can see somebody going flying through a door or something. You know what I mean? Um, but how long do you go through this well? And how are they? I just, I, I, I just think they forgot how to make stars. And I don't know if they really can anymore. See, I don't know if it's that or if they just don't care. Like, I have a feeling that Vince may be looking at the the WWE brand as the star like yeah. i would disagree with him in the sense that you need stars on your tv show to make the brand because you're running out of them because you're just letting them walk <laughs> in in the past year but i mean i he's probably thinking that oh they're gonna watch if i if i bring up adam cole and i push him to the moon they're gonna watch anyway we'll be fine yeah i, I mean I, maybe maybe but i mean you and you got guys like aj who are there yeah uh, you know, uh, one of those guys that could really, you know, he could make an impact on being on the open market or the AEW forbidden door stuff as well. And I, la- you know, I laugh what, thinking back to Money in the Bank in the tag match. You know, they brought back War Machine fucking Viking Quest or whatever they're called <laughs> now. And, right. you know. No, I like those guys. There's nothing against them, but they got zero reaction from the WWE fan base. No, yeah. I mean, AJ no. and and the giant uh, guy were fucking getting, you know, uh, it the, the, all the react. If they lost, they would, you know, the fans would have been pissed. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, and it's like, so you see that, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, that's not good for Eric and Ivar. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Hanson there. Um, you know, I like. I'm like, maybe who knows? Maybe they, maybe Vince just thinks, oh, they just came back. Oh, they'll get they'll get used to him again, pal. You know, uh, you know, fans haven't been around. They forgot about him, but they'll get him back. Look at our big guys, pal. You know, but <laughs> the Wyatt thing, especially Bray, it's one thing to see, you know, 
Eric Rowan leave, who's done really nothing since he left. Right. I don't know if that's by choice or, you know, I'm sure Khan would use him more if he wanted to. I don't know. I know he did the one appearance after the Brody Lee thing. Right. He, I don't see him booked on indies anywhere unless I'm missing something. You know, maybe he's just like, I had my run and who wants to do other things or something? I have no idea. Who knows? Um, but you haven't seen much of him. Obviously, the the Brody tragedy. So you don't have Luke Harper. Um, you know, a couple couple guys texted me today. Uh, were saying that, you know, they read some rumors that, you know, Bray was in a kind of bad place before Brody died and that maybe Brody dying put him in a worse place. Mm. Um, who knows? I mean, he physically he looked better than he ever. It, it's like Braun Strowman, what we what we just talked about. Right. Yeah. Him as the fiend, especially the the last latest run there with with Orton, physically looked better than he ever has. So that doesn't tell me that. I mean, just looking at some a guy's physique, you know, if he was kind of down in the dumps and you know not working out and stuff, you you wouldn't think he'd look better physically than he had five years ago, which mm-hmm. he did. So I don't know if that's the case. Um, Strange. Strange. It, the whole thing, you you know, he takes, he, he takes the pin at mania and he's gone, but Alexa is still playing, you know, the yeah. sister Abigail role or whatever you want to call it. Alexa. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Alexa, the other Alexa. The hot Alexa, not the round thing sitting on my desk, son of a bitch. I was like, what is that? And I realized it's yep. the A word. <sighs> anyway, Bliss. We'll call her Bliss. There you go. <laughs> you know, she's still in, you know, right up until Money in the Bank and beyond, and she's still doing her thing. So you I, I mean The Fiend is coming at some point, right? Mm-hmm. And then to hear this news today, this was one of the big shocks to me. I I haven't been this shocked about shocked about a like future endeavored like Bray and that group. That was kind of shocking too, but this one was really shocking. Like I was shocked. I legit. I didn't think it, when White House first sent that to us. I didn't think it was true. Oh, I didn't either. I immediately started looking around. Yeah, I thought I thought somebody faked that. I really yep. did because it was just so like real. Like what? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh man, um, and then you hear the the Nick Khan stuff, and I don't, I, I, entertainment guy, like you said, you would think even if even if let's let's say Vince is letting this guy Nick Khan say, all right, this you know you're on the cock, you're this, you're that, you, we need to have entertainment like this and entertainment like that, and maybe we're you know because of where we are, the fiend just too it's too much right now. He's too scary. He's too whatever. I think that's BS, but you, I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Right. How hard would it how hard would it be to bring him back as Bray Wyatt from the Wyatt family? That was still a brilliant character, too. They sure. had to do something else because it got watered down because of the way they booked it. But if you you know, if he disappeared for six, you know, another five or six months and then one day, like the lights go out and you see like the fucking rocking chair mm-hmm. in the aisle. I, I think that gets a huge pop. Probably. You know? 
Probably. then maybe you could go back to the fiend later on. You know, maybe, you know, he maybe he's the he could have been the next Foley. You know, you know how the the faces of Foley and everything else. You could have almost had something like that with Bray Wyatt. I mean, sure, we're yeah. we're just two guys doing a little podcast here. These these people are supposed to be the experts of how you book and get you know and have these. It's entertainment, right? We're not supposed to call it pro wrestling, right? It's entertainment. Well, what what guy in your roster is better? I don't I don't know. I I don't understand it. I really don't. Um, actually, like if you think about and we the last time we talked with White, we had a discussion. I think it might have been on his check. I can't remember. Maybe you did it. Maybe you recorded it. I can't remember. But I think I did, and he he steals it and puts it on YouTube. So I think oh, there you go. Okay. How, I think that's how we've been doing it. That's how we always did it anyway. White's a thief. That's that's what it is. <laughs> but we talked about uh, who could be the guy other than Roman. You know, who's the next guy? And we told him there there isn't one. You know, there isn't anybody. And he's running through people, and now he's on Edge, and he beats Edge, and Edge goes on to back down a little bit to Seth Rollins there. Yeah. And they got to bring Cena back. So I thought... All right, well, Bray's still out there. Yeah. I thought for sure Bray would have came in, and I thought maybe Bray beats him. Right, well, didn't, didn't, isn't he the one who took it off? Yeah. The Fiend? Like, that would have yeah. made sense, right? Right, never got his rematch. Never, right, wow. right. But Although I don't know that happen. that character made sense having a title, but, you know. No, it, it doesn't. You, yeah, that's a story. It's another separate issue, and I agree with you. But, but if you got him to that point again. Right. Where it's just who everybody's just you know salivating to see. Maybe maybe he he would be the guy. Plus the thing is that guy taking the title off Reigns is believable. Sure, you know nothing yeah. against Finn Balor, but it would drive me crazy if little <laughs> Finn Balor beat Roman Reigns. Right, it would. Aside from any shenanigans, you know, his, his cousins turning on him, whatever. You know, there you to me right. you'd have to muck that up. But Definitely. if you just go one-on-one, mano-a-mano, and you start listing the guys that it makes sense to beat Roman Reigns, Wyatt is one of the few you would think of. Yep. Yep. I mean, they have Roman built so high right now. It's going to take a John Cena to beat him at this point. Because there's nobody else left. And that goes back to them cutting everybody and not making another superstar. And what do you, But what do you do... Let's say John Cena doesn't beat Reigns. And I think I think this is where I, I think this is where it's it's ultimately gonna happen that one of those guys, those nostalgia type guys, is gonna be the one who beats them. Because if I'm them, if I'm Vince, if I'm Nick Khan, if I'm Hunter, whoever the hell's running this thing right now, I know. I'm I'm thinking to myself, if if I put him over Cena which would be huge for him. Mm-hmm. And I think they should do it. And then I put him over his cousin in the rock who he called out. Also who the fuck can possibly beat him from there. Oh, he's Superman at that point. Like he, right. the super scene who was bad. Like that's, he's impossible then. Right. And he, I mean, but then you have to have the short list ready and the short list could possibly include the fiend or Bray Wyatt. One of the, his two, personas or could it in, I mean I guess the other guy you would think of would be Lesnar mm-hmm. who's not technically not there now um 
you know, I. <laughs> so you can know, with Super Cena sitting there with a title again. Um, I, I see. I don't know that. I don't know if The Rock is going to be there long enough to to really, you know, be the guy who took it off Reigns. They may have a situation where Cena takes it off him, and then he beats The Rock to get it back from Cena. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. he, here's here's the other question, bro. Cena beats Reigns. I mean, who takes it back off Cena yeah. other than yeah. Reigns? <laughs> I mean, See, and I'll throw out a name, and this is the problem with WWE. Maybe Randy Orton, but how many times are you going to do that? Like they've done this all to death. Like, yeah, right. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, here's the thing. I, I, I you and I are both Orton guys, mm-hmm. but if, if you want to take off, if you want to take off your, your core fan base, the guy that's with you, the girl that's with you all the time, do John Cena and Randy Orton again, and you will watch them lose yes. their fucking minds. See, and that's the thing. I was standing in MetLife Stadium, what, eight years a ago? A while ago at, already, yeah. Right, at WrestleMania fucking 29, when Cena took the belt off the rock, walking out of that building, you would not believe the bitching I heard from people. Oh, here we go. Cena and Orton again. Summer yep. of Cena and Orton. Here yep. we go again. We're going to get Cena and Orton again. Bro, that was eight years ago. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing that I really, when I heard McMahon say they're not direct competition, I I totally understood what he meant. Not like WCW was, as far as AEW is concerned. But I, I thought think, to myself, I think man, it's the upstart it, it, because it's, they're an upstart. He says that. Yeah, and, and that's fair. It, it is because you never know. But to think that they're pulling now 1.2 million on a Wednesday night, I get it. Vince is on Monday. They did 1.8 million this week. I thought to myself, dude, you know, you said some shit before back in the day, and it almost cost you. 83 weeks, they got their asses kicked until Vince woke up. Yeah. I mean, if you're con, shit, if I'm con, man, if I'm a con man, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, all right, we're not shit. How about I move Dynamite to Monday? We'll see what my 1.2 does against your 1.8. And see where the fans land on it. I'll just roll out CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt while you roll out Bill Goldberg. And we'll see what happens. You know, it's it's funny. And I, I wish he was on tonight. Because uh, months ago, we, we, had this, we had this talk. And, you know, White House was saying, go right up against him on Monday. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. You can't do it. Blah, 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 blah. But... The, they're getting 1.2 now mm-hmm. and the sh- and it's the show's fucking helter skelter you know jekyll and hyde yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get type of thing and danielson and punk aren't even really there yet right you know what i mean exactly so you're i get where you're going with this and and you know and I, i'm almost I, I six months ago i would have said you're fucking crazy but with what we're seeing right now mm-hmm how are they going to make raw better they're they're not here's they're not going to make raw better that's that's the issue the only way they're going to make raw better if you're a WWE fan you should beg tony khan to put dynamite on monday night yes absolutely see i i don't think he'd want to go up against the nfl but who knows um it, you know vince did it for a long time at at, at times he did it well 
At other times, he didn't. But even then, if you've noticed in the last three or four years, we thought the NFL was going to wipe the floor with him, and, and, and they did. Right. But his rating, it held. So that loyal fan base on Mondays, even during football season, is what it is. It, it didn't. It's not like they went, they went to like seven hundred thousand fans during football season, right. and then got back up to two million or one point eight or one point four, whatever they're running these days. His his rating held. It didn't. It didn't blow a candle to the fucking NFL, but he didn't lose a lot either. Mm-hmm. From if you look at the two months prior to the NFL season and the two months following. The rating is still it's it's right along a plane that didn't really, you know, have your little fluctuations, of course. But so I don't think they're looking at it saying, oh, shit, it's football season. We're going to take a beating where in the past, I think there was times they did think that. Right. So, I mean, that may that may play into Khan's thinking also. And it may play into TBS's thinking or TNT or wherever. You know, I know they're going to TBS, but who knows if they move to Monday, maybe they put it back on TNT. I don't know. Maybe. Um. But the thing is, is like the the roster was big when we talked about this, but it didn't have this star power they're now starting to get. Right. And the punk thing is you the punk thing is bigger than the Danielson thing. A because I think it's more of a swan song for Danielson. Mm-hmm. Um although mm-hmm. it's a lot of what people want to see, we still know he's winding down, right? Mm-hmm. And we you know, it's he's had a run here in, in the last few years. You know, nobody's seen punk wrestle in a long time. And I think there's a lot of people that like him that are probably going to want to see. I'd be shocked if he didn't pop rating and pay-per-view by, by huge. Yeah. I, I would be shocked if it, that didn't happen. You know, they have, they've gotten guys here that you thought would move the needle and the needle moved a little, you know, here or there, but it really, nobody's really moved, moved their needle. He might be the guy. Um, yeah, and if be. they, if they grab Bray, you know, with his non compete, you're you're now looking at, you know, full gear time or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, you start doing vignettes of some new character that we mm-hmm. know is Bray Wyatt, but maybe it's something new. Or like you said, maybe it's Wyndham Rotunda or whatever, you know. Does I, I say his name? That. Yep. You know, I would too. Uh you know, and it, he could he could still play some kind of character but using his real name. Um you see start seeing these mysterious uh Vignettes headed towards full gear. Hi, Tony. Uh, great pay per view tonight. <laughs> That's what I'd be saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love those. Right. I mean, yeah. You know, you might start thinking about you let it play out for the rest of the year. And they're, <laughs> you know, we've been kind of knocking them for poking the bear. Mm-hmm. But the one thing about them poking the bear. And I, I, I hadn't thought about this to this conversation is maybe they do have the balls to do it. Maybe I never thought they had the balls to do it. I thought because of the way they were talking, saying well, it's not real competition. We're just giving you another option. And that I, I never thought I, I never thought they would spend the way they're spending. Number one, um, because they're I mean, he's just he doesn't care. I mean, I don't even know if they have a fucking budget. Yeah, I thought for <laughs> I thought for sure this would slow down, but apparently it's not. <laughs> He doesn't care. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. If may, maybe Vince's plan is like, 
we'll put him in a red pal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you realize how much fucking money his father has? It's true. <laughs> he has more than Vince. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so everybody's like, you know, Shot Khan's going to put the kibosh on his spending. Well, he hasn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And, and then, you know, when people bring it up, well, AEW's in the red, you know, Khan comes out and goes, yeah, put, you know, $54 million into a cell phone video game. You know what I mean? Like he's, he, yeah. it's not like he's expecting, he's talking like a guy that expected to take a loss for a while, yep. not a guy that's worried about taking a loss. He's clearly not fucking worried about it at all. And I, we, we like to make fun of him and booker of the year. I still think it's ridiculous and I, I'm going to crush him for the booking and everything else. Sure. But I think what we're starting to see is like, a, like, uh, uh, like I said a few minutes ago, a group that maybe has the balls to do it, which I never thought I'd say that. Yeah. And the thing, and this will tie in with Bray Wyatt too, and Vince just letting these guys go. The thing that Tony really has going for him, in my opinion, is the fact that he gave certain guys a platform all under 25. And we always talk about it. MJF, Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy. Yep. Uh, even in the tag division, like the Pillman and his partner and, uh, yep. Varsity blondes, the high flying guys that the ones hurt and now. even Britt Baker. Yeah. All the, all these guys that are, they're so young and, and yep. the women and you, you look at NXT, claimed, you have you claimed, yep. I mean, we could, we could go down the list you can go on and on and on. And the thing that really makes my head scratch with WWE is okay. I loved impact two years ago. You know, I loved Trevor Lee, not as much as other people, but I like Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee! L.A. Knight. <laughs> Eli. I, I saw some of that L.A. Knight. Um, it's funny with the Million Dollar Man. It's, it, it's, it's so stupid, it's funny. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's so but stupid, that, it's funny. You mix that with the guys that we saw at ROH five years ago, right? Down there yeah. in the ECW arena. Yep. And dude, it's like the future is in AEW. Like what is Vince doing? Which is a point understand. we've which is the point we made already. You know, if you the one, you know, the one caveat when we were knocking AEW was we we've we said many times the one thing they have going for them is they do have those if they if they make it. They have the younger guys. Yeah. Now to to your point you were making earlier about Vince you know, not building stars through NXT, which isn't happening. They're stars in NXT, but they don't become big time star. I mean, you save a few. I know you got Seth Rollins and I know everybody's going to bring up Kevin Owens. You know, we, you know, sure. we know him as Steen, you know, the whole thing. I, I, I get it. I get that they came through NXT, but they are the exception to the rule. And they're still not what we're talking about. Cause we just had a long conversation about people who can, take the title off Roman Reigns and we didn't bring up either one of them. Right. <laughs> anyway, now could one of them do it? Yeah, but it's going to, it would be crushed. Anyway, a couple years ago, I sat at an indie show and Mark Henry was there. And the reason I bring it up is because where's Mark Henry right now? AEW. AEW. Yep. At the time he was with WWE okay. and he got in the ring. He didn't cut a promo. It was a fucking shoot. Fucking, this is why I'm here. Mm. And he said, I'm scouting for new stars for WWE. And we're hitting, I'm hitting the road to the biggest and the best indie shows. And of course, I'm going to come to NEW. 
and it got me thinking is at the time I'm, I, 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 you know, you, you almost, I didn't think it as a throwaway line, but I'm just like, yeah, another guy to bring through NXT, blah, 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 blah. But if Henry was doing that for Vince and maybe Vince didn't listen because there's a couple guys who, who were the, who were on it? I think breaker was one of them. There was somebody else that AEW has that is it currently. I think he that? said, I think he said he had Jade Cargill. He recruited or, uh, Oh, Jade, Jade Car. Yes, she was. I think she, she. I think. I think you're right about that. I think she was. So, or was she Booker T? Mm. Uh, I can't remember. There, there's, there's a name. It, it'll come to me. But either okay. the, the point I'm trying to make is, if if Vince really wanted to build a star right now, I'd keep him a mile of fucking way from NXT. Like if if Vince had MJF. He should build MJF far away where nobody knew who the fuck he was like they used to do. Yeah. And not bring him through NXT and then have him premiere as this new character he never saw before. You know, vignettes, the whole thing. And then they show up on Raw or SmackDown. And then you you hear that guy grab the stick and get a ring in the ring. It doesn't matter what promotion he's on. It doesn't matter the size of the crowd. The crowd's in the palm of his hand. Those are the guys Vince used to bring in for for a period of time. Yep. And that's some of what WCW did back in the day. Chris Jericho comes to mind. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's one of the things that's good about what AEW does. Now, listen, the week-to-week show, we crush it all the time here just because you see all that talent and you just want the show to be better. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I have friends of mine, you know, there are too, too many guys on the roster. And I agree. There are. I mean, they got yes. 50. Fu- they have 50 fucking tag teams. We all know it. We get it. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. But I think part of the reason they're doing that is a lot of those younger guys. I think they have a, a, a time frame to stand out. The varsity blunts stood out. So yes. here they are. Yes. Ricky Starks stood out. Here he is. MJF. Boom. This, you know, uh, bring, you know, Darby. You know, Dar- when they brought Darby in, my guess is did they think Darby was going to be one of their biggest stars? Probably not. He just did that. Yep. And I think that's what they're looking for. Max Caster's kind of doing that. Other guys. And I think the other ones, I think what you're going to see is they're going to end up back on the indies or, you know, fall out and end up with Impact, ROH, New Japan, whatever it is. <laughs> but is Vince really getting out there on these indie shows and finding these guys? And you know what? Say what you want. Cody Cody Rhodes is EVP of of AEW. Why is Cody Rhodes wrestling on an NEW show coming up? You know, maybe it's just that reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe Cody's looking for the next Darby. You know, how do you, that's how they found MJF. That's how they found Darby Allen. Yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? That that's yeah. how they found a lot of those guys. So and while you know, they're bringing it to his that, credit too. You're you're a hundred percent right. I never thought about it that way, but I remember we did back in the soldiers of shoot days. <laughs> we did a show. <laughs> I still miss those days. <laughs> I know. We did a show with uh, that goofball we had on there, not Stames, the other one that drinks Bobby. soda. When he yeah, he was like the private. He was the private, private, private. Yeah, Bobby. private, private stunner or whatever. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he had some weird name. I forgot what it was. Uh, I hear I hear he has a specific taste in women as well. 
Well, if you want to say women, you can, I guess. Well, I mean, it's 2021. I got to say it's a woman, right? Because that, I, I, well, I don't want to be Well, depending on the pronouns, I'm not sure. <laughs> You'd be xenophobic or whatever. So if, it, if it's a woman, but it still has the junk, is it like him, her, or what is it? I, I don't mean I'm not calling it it. I'm just asking the question. You know, I know. Grab I know. Them, pal. <laughs> them, pal. I know. I know it's a woman. I just want to know what it's what this woman's pronouns actually are. If it still has the parts that used to be attributed to a man. Right. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't figure this pronoun thing out. That's the only reason why I'm asking. Um, I'm not sure, but. <laughs> My point was, <laughs> wow, tangent, Bobby, shout out, Bobby. Uh, we did, we did a show or wherever video, you are wherever, these days, wherever the hell you are. How's the RC um, cola? <laughs> replenish the cola when you're drinking your mom's cola. Come on, Bobby. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna kick him out of the house for drinking my damn soda. <laughs> He's out on the street right now. Uh, that's that's the this. only thing I miss about. Um, a certain Dave being off Facebook. He used to find uh, great things on there that I never so saw. Much, so much gold. Uh, <sighs> Maybe someday we could get him back. Maybe. Maybe. We need updates. And again, the way, the way I'm going, I ain't going to be on there too much longer. <laughs> nope. For other reasons. I think I got flagged twice today. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> we did a roster show. Like what we were ho- and I, I can't remember if you were on it or who was on it, but we were doing like, you know, do we want to see Ryback on AEW? Do we want to see James Storm? Do we want to see I remember that. Wade Barrett? Like we were pulling all those guys that were available. And to Tony Khan's credit, he didn't do that. He went the opposite way. He scouted right. for talent that nobody knew. Well, not nobody, but like you knew MJF. I didn't know MJF until I saw him on the. Right. Unless unless you saw MLW or you were in the Northeast, you know, um right. jersey new york area wrestling scene you didn't know who mjf was um i think you can add in white if you see him on skype do you see him oh white's here yeah i see him on we the... might have a run in here might have a oh, run we, got a, we have a run in Let's see Let's see if i could get him in here uh oh hang on he's on if i answer am i gonna lose you no, um, do the ad gimmick. It should be like if you click on his name, maybe. Hold on, people. We're gonna work this out for your entertainment. We're gonna try and add Joe White. Um, that's White House. That's White. Okay, let me see. All right, guys. Well, as you heard, we had some. Technical difficulty there with the call-in from Joe White, and unfortunately, whatever I did when accepting the call um, ruined the recording of the podcast. So the other two hours we did with Joe White is lost forever. Not the first time, won't be the last time, definitely not the worst time, but definitely not the best time. My apologies, but I wanted to get out there what Edwards and I had already discussed, um, and we'll be into these subjects uh, down the road as we get here. Daniel Bryan, Brian Danderson, uh, CM Punk, Bray Wyatt, 
everything that's going on. Uh, there's a lot of good, really, conversation that's lost that, uh, unfortunately, I cannot recover. But uh, I wanted to get what we did record out to you guys, so I hope we enjoy that. We'll be back shortly. We'll have White back with us shortly. Hopefully, have White House as well. Um, once again, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, um, and be sure CT. Be sure to check it out. CT Horror Fest, September eighteenth, at the Naugatuck Event Center, Naugatuck, Connecticut. Jake the Snake Roberts is one of the featured guests. Uh, past uh, guys who've been there, McFoley, Vincent, and who you know as Vinny Marsalia. Uh, you know, lots of vendors. There's wrestling. There's pop cultures. There's tons of horror. Make sure you check it out www.horrornewsnetwork.com slash CT Horror Fest. Check it out. Good friend of mine runs it. Sean, shout out. Uh, let's check it out. Who knows? Maybe I'll get the boys up and we'll go. We'll be there uh, to meet you guys. But that's going to do it uh, for an abbreviated show, unfortunately. But we'll be back with you soon. Good night, everybody.